0: Hello all and welcome to the weekly update. I'm Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. And uh, I'm trying out my new background, the Entrepreneur Mentor Community background, which you can't see if you're listening to this in audio, but you can if you're watching live. Uh, Either way, I thank you for watching or listening or whatever. Every week I share an update, some thoughts, some things are going on, and a couple of announcements. And today, a concept I want to really focus on is the idea of a bias for action. Um, So I got this from a a previous area governor from Rotary, uh, Jack Solomon, he had this idea of bias for action. You know, if you're not sure what to do, do something, take action, progress before perfection. And this is very important in a group like Rotary because there's a lot of people there who are like, hold on, wait, no, stop it. Let's form a committee to discuss a subcommittee, to create a meeting, to think about because we got so much going on. We don't want to take any risks. Uh, and the idea of bias for action is if you're not sure, do something. Not something risky, don't invest a million dollars, don't bet the farm, but do something, take some action. And I'm in that place in my business right now where I'm doing a lot of kind of bias for action activity. Uh, I also want to talk a little bit about this whole AI art thing. This is a big thing. If you listen back in three weeks, you'd be like, what was that? Because this will be a fad that people will talk about for three days on social media. And that'll be done. But they're talking about it right now. So I'm going to talk about it because it's relevant to some things. I care about. Uh, and then that's all going to tie back into adaptability. So bias fraction. action. Um, my business over the summer was rocking and rolling. Some things, everything firing all cylinders. And then as it came into the winter, it cooled off like the weather did. So that put me in a situation where I need to figure out what is the next move? What is the next place where Revenue could be coming from, what's the next opportunity? And I could stop and be okay, I'm going like, to clear on my meetings, I'm going meeting. to sit down, I'm going to do a little, little review, a strategy session. But I can think all night long, and I still won't have an answer. So instead, I'm taking action. And my action on the business side is finding ways that I can provide more value, saying, how can I help more people? How can I do more for more people and then see what happens? Get in touch with more people, get in front of more people, get known by more people. So bias for action, take action, do something, try something. Now I'm trying to avoid committing to things. I don't wanna take something on that's gonna commit me for six months. This weekly update, which I was calling a Monday update, but obviously I'm doing it Sunday night, two weeks in a row, that seems to be a pattern. Um, this weekly update, I could stop doing this anytime, but for now it seems like something well worth doing. Uh, taking out a project, writing a book, which may interest you, uh, I've, I've realized some patterns in community organizations, whether it is Rotary or churches or Masonic lodges or um uh, from the feedback game of people, this includes things like volunteer firefighting departments, sci-fi clubs, all kinds of things. They follow similar patterns. And I've been part of enough groups, I'm seeing those patterns. I'm going to be putting down some things I've learned into a book. Will that lead anywhere? Will it sell any copies? It might. I think there's there's a demand for um ideas and strategies for recruiting and retaining members in those kinds of groups. I think that's there. It might sell some books. It might get me some speak gigs. It might be nothing at all and just be a fun project. I don't know. The Entrepreneur Mentor Community is coming along nicely. We have over 50 mentors signed up. Uh, My wife is currently building the website, which is uh, uh, emc.coach. I don't know what you'll get right now if you go to emc.coach because it's under construction and switching sites and whatnot. But. If you wait a few days and go to emc.coach, there might be something really cool there, uh, definitely. And if you're watching this in the Entrepreneur Resource Community, then uh, that's part of the Entrepreneur Mentor Community. So you're there. You're there now. You can make posts. But, you know, so I'm doing all these different things, uh, not because I'm scattered, although I am sometimes, but because I'm exploring. I've got a lot of potential, a lot of tools, a lot of resources, and I'm just trying you know, trying different things, and that's that's part of being an entrepreneur. Something's going to work for a bit, then it's not going to work, and you pivot to something else, and maybe that's going to work and not work, and um, it's about being adaptable. Which brings me to AI art. So you've probably seen the people sharing from that app, uh, Lenza, I believe it is, where they spent eight bucks and they got a whole bunch of images, and they put it, they or they put in a bunch of photos, and it redid a bunch of images and whatnot. And a bunch of artists are up in arms. A bunch of artists are really upset and they are taking their wooden shoes and they are throwing them into the gears, well, figuratively, um, but if you understand the historical reference, you'll get what I'm saying. They are so upset because, here's why they're upset, these AI algorithms were trained by feeding in art from all over the internet and they looked at all the art and said, oh, that's what art is, and now they're... They're using those algorithms people saying, well, they use that art without permission, um, which I'll touch on in a moment. And then the other argument I heard, which is a somewhat valid argument, is that the purpose of this technology really is not to make cute images on Facebook. Um, the real purpose is that corporations, you know, big companies will be able to use these tools for marketing. So they won't need to hire artists to make things. You'll be able to put in prompts. The prompts will generate unique artwork. And eventually you won't even need stock photo. Actors, you won't need, you know, so you know, so many jobs will be lost because the computers will replace us all. So let's talk about that. Um, will this replace some jobs? Uh, I'll hold on that for a moment. Let's stipulate that it will for the sake of argument that computers will replace artists and graphic designers' jobs, which again, I'll touch on in a moment. So what's that really mean? You know, somebody made a post and I said the carriage drivers and the telegraph operators and the elevator operators stand with you. Technology is moving forward. We don't have a lot of carriage drivers anymore. We don't have a lot of farriers anymore. We don't have a lot of buggy up makers. We don't have any telegraph operators because there's no telegraph networks anymore. We don't have elevator operators for the most part. We don't have, you know, I go on and on and on and on. And you know, you look at retail, we got these self-checkouts. Well, the robots there are replacing people they can't get jobs for. You see, the companies aren't willing to pay the wages that it would take to get enough people. So without self-checkouts, my wife is telling me, the, the Walmart she used to go to, they had 28 million cashier lines, but she never saw more than five of them filled at a time. Never, never more than five staffed at a time. Once they added the self-checkout, they still had five staffed plus the self-checkout. So you had a way to go. You see, it's it's not simply a matter of, um, you know, simply a matter of these are replacing jobs. It's a matter of people don't want to do these jobs for the wages that the companies want to pay. And here's the other thing. I choose self-checkout because I'm faster than the cashier is, unless the computer, you know, stalls in some reason. Now, on the other hand, you go to Aldi, where they start at $17, $18 an hour. Those guys are like, bleep, 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 bleep $200. Bing, done, out, next. I would really, I, I you know, I'd go to them over self-checkout because they got a system. They're efficient, and because they're efficient, they can get paid more. But let's talk about the jobs being replaced. There's so many times they said, "Yo, jobs, jobs will be replaced. So I use QuickBooks. Uh, I don't have a bookkeeper. I don't need one at the scale of my business. I have QuickBooks. The computer does it for me. I don't have a secretary. I have a computer, right? There's all these things that I don't need because of technology. And this is where it gets important. I can have a business because of technology. When I opened my game store, I couldn't afford a bookkeeper. We weren't making that much money. We never did. With QuickBooks, we were able to run it. Without it, it would have been a mess. We had the technology to do it for us. And that was huge. But are bookkeepers out of business? Of course not. Why? Because if you're running a $3 million business, you don't want to rely on a computer. You need a human who's going to give you advice, support. And guess what? The bookkeepers don't compete with QuickBooks. The bookkeepers use QuickBooks or something equivalent. You know, the bookkeepers, you're not mailing, for the most part, you're not mailing receipts to bookkeepers. You're scanning them. You're putting into the software. And then the professionals are using the software to be more efficient. So what's AI going to do to graphic design and to art and to corporate art and things like that? It's going to make the, the artists who do still have jobs more efficient. Maybe if they need to create some art, they'll put in an AI prompt. They'll start with that. And then they'll put that into Photoshop. And then they're going to tweak it and adjust it. But I have no artistic ability you can give me all the AI technology in the world. I couldn't replace the people who are making art for corporations. You know, you can't replace certain things with technology. And they've been saying technology would replace people for nearly 200 years now. And yet we still have a labor shortage. Why? Because with technology, there's more things people to do. There's always somewhere where some human needs to do the thing, right? The, the role of social media manager didn't exist 20 years ago. There's now a lot of people making a living doing that. And even with AI writing posts and whatnot, AI still can't be a social media manager. Someone has to manage the AI to put that content in. So this brings us back to, tying those points together, adaptability. The world is changing. And in many ways for the better. Technology is mostly, I think, progressing in a good direction, right? Because of technology, if I have a short month, if I look at my, if I look at my budget projection and say, "Oh, I'm going to be a little bit short," I could hop in my car, turn on an app, and make two hundred dollars in an evening, Uber, right? And for me, you know, I like driving, I like talking to people. It's great. It's, it's not work. It's just going to make money. And there's people who are like, no, we need to stop that. We need to change that. we got to save the cab drivers. I've never met a cab driver who likes their job. Never. Not one. Not ever. They might make decent money, but they don't like it. Many cab drivers became Uber drivers because it's a better gig for them. It's a better opportunity for them. And the riders, same way. They like Uber better than uh, cabs because adaptability. So the cab drivers who are like, I am a cab driver and I will only drive a cab, they get stuck on a sinking ship. But the ones who are like, you know what, I'm going to stop working for this jack wagon and work for myself and use Uber's you know, car rental thing or lease a car or buy a car or whatever and do that, now they've got a job. So the world is constantly changing you will, if you graduate college today, I mean, not today, it's December. Uh, I guess you could graduate in December. Anyway, if you graduate college today and go get a job, you'll want the same job in 40 years. Almost guaranteed. Things are going to change. No matter what you're doing, you'll be doing something different in 40 years. The world is shifting and changing and evolving. And that does make it harder for some people. This is not the world in which your your parents did what your grandparents did, what your great-grandparents did. But in a lot of ways, that's good because in the world where people handed down jobs, most of the people were peasants and that job was dirt farmer. So this adaptability thing, the downside is, yeah, you got to be on your toes. You can't just rest in your laurels and do your thing and just punch a clock for 35 years or else it's not going to turn out well for you. But the upside is if you're willing to seize it, if you're willing to take responsibility, if you're willing to you know, learn and network and grow and see what's out there. The opportunities in the modern world are freaking amazing. Amazing. Artists. Touch on that. Now we're running out of time. Um, for artists, the opportunities for artists are so much greater than they ever were before. There used to be, you know, a few jobs maybe in marketing or whatnot. Um, maybe some rich person would would patronize the arts. Uh, but the opportunities now to do to use TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, uh, to build a following and sell your art in the art market, by the way, has always been personality driven. You know, I could take a picture of a soup can and run it through some filters, but I wouldn't get the money Andy Warhol does because he had a whole artist brand, which, by the way... With AI, you're going to start seeing artists who have a brand name using AI technology to create art, and people are going to buy it just as much because they're buying the artist through the expression of the art. It's a, it's an interesting industry. But there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of ways. You know, Patreon. If you're a decent artist, people like you. People can give you five bucks a month each. You get 1,000 people to do that. You're making a living as an artist. So there's so, so, so many opportunities the internet gives us. Don't be a Luddite. Don't be someone who's like, no, 2021 was the peak of of technology and the best we're ever going to get. Nothing new should ever come along. Be open to the fact that things are going to change. It's going to be uncomfortable. And then that might be better. And if it's not better, pivot. It's a big world. And with the internet, you can go to any part of it at any time. It's freaking amazing. If you can hear my voice, you have access to amazing resources. All right. And quickly, some announcements. Uh, next week, more life, more profit. This is the Make Twice as Much with Half the Stress. Uh, go to slash MLMP. And you can get your ticket for a book instead of $97 uh, if you put uh, E-Earn Twice as Much, E-T-A-M-Dash Michael. E-T-A-M dash Michael in the coupon code, you'll get a $96 discount, which means the ticket's only a buck. And that buck is being donated to the Repurse Project, which is down in Atlanta, giving uh, needed supplies to victims of domestic violence who are uh, escaping their their situation. So you give a buck, that buck is donated. You get access to this event. There's going to be 16 great speakers. I've now met a bunch of speakers. I am really excited for what this event's going to be. Uh, You know, I was initially skeptical when they invited me to be in, but I'm like, you know, hand you a mic, you say yes. Then I met the speakers, learned what they're doing. I was like, wow, this is actually, this isn't just some stage to stand on. Like people are going to get some value out of this. This is not your typical summit. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, But if you're more interested in making connections and collaborating than learning, which is fine. I'm often in that place. So if you want to learn, go to the More Life, More Profit events. If you want to collaborate and network and meet a whole lot of people, JVIC's Collaborate is December 9th to 11th overlaps with uh more life, more profit. Go to guy who knows the guy.com slash collaborate to get your tickets for that. I don't remember the costs are not very expensive. They're not free. Uh, it's a few bucks, but it's not very expensive and the value is tremendous. So much great collaboration connections do. And you're going to learn a bunch about uh, joint ventures as well. And the next day, on December 12th is the Blue Purple Summit, which is going to be so much fun. com slash blue purple. Right after which is going to be the Entrepreneur Mentor Community Entrepreneur Launch Party at five o'clock that day as well. And of course, always check out my Morning Motivation podcast daily. If you enjoy my voice and find me exciting and entertaining and motivating, you might want to listen to me every single day. Morning Morningmotivation.fun. I will inspire and motivate and entertain and sometimes educate you every single day in your email or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can catch this show, this very show, at guywhonknowsguy.com slash podcast. Uh, Every Monday or Sunday or so, I do the weekly update. And every Friday, I drop an interview. I just, uh, the one Rob Goyette just dropped on Friday. And that, that guy is amazing. He invented laser coaching. So definitely someone to check out. Um, so that's what I've got going on definitely check out the podcast check out everything check, check out all the things there's links links down below and if you're listening to this in audio um, those links are in the show notes as well so go to the show notes and click on some things and subscribe to some things and go tickets for things and do more things and happy December We're running out of 2022 it's about to be 2023 and I am of an age where I'm like I was born in the 1900s and now it's the future like George Jetson's date of birth has gone by crazy stuff so an amazing time we live in amazing opportunities um take on that abundance mindset look at at what could be happening what could go right and then dive into it that's my advice for you and if that's not you if you don't get that then uh you know you might be listening to the wrong guy you know listen to some ranty angry person who makes you miserable and hate everything um but if you want to be happy and find opportunity and make the most of your life, and what it provides, listen to me. Listen to more of me. So that's that's my message, and if you don't like it, well, now you know. And if you do like it, cool. Leave a comment or email me or something. Um, Michael at guycom is my email address. All right, that's enough. I'm going to stop talking now. i got to go record some Morning Motivations. See you next week. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th.